take a moment together when maybe you're in the house together, you know, kids involved, all that. It's like, yo, let's check in. How are we doing? What do people need? You know, we can get caught up in our own anxieties and shit and take that out on people who are closest to us and they can't escape us. Mm. All right, so let's keep that in mind. But um, Kiki, in your context, that definitely is your only job. You just entertaining shit. If you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to stay in mode. Okay, you are the entertainer, and that's it. You ain't nothing deeper mm. than that. Don't try to get no deeper than that. People are trying to see, try and put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> hey, it's Red Summer. Hey, it's Wendy for Walida. We are your gay aunties. We are trying to make it to you, baby. We are. <laughs> we are. So let me let me put up the comments so we can make sure. Um, guys are with us um are you with us just give us a thumbs up if you're with us oh uh, yeah i see it we got a thumbs up yep okay all right we good all right we should be good all right all right all right, all right. yeah hey <laughs> <laughs> what's good Well, you know, your aunties do everything that we can to get to you every week. If you are just joining us, especially on this new platform, welcome, welcome. We want you to know that Your Gay Aunties is a weekly podcast that is centered around queer adulting. So if you want Auntie Red or Auntie Hanifa to answer any questions that you have about life, love, or any other experiences in your good gay life, Go ahead and send us a letter at yourgayaunties at gmail.com so we can answer those questions for you. Okay? <laughs> and maybe you're not a letter writer per se. You'd rather send us a little note on the Instagrams or the Twitters. We are on there too. Hey! <laughs> so you can find us at your gay aunties at both of those platforms. And go ahead and let us know what you want us to say. Word. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, so um, as you know, we, yes, we are coming to you live um, via YouTube. This is going to be the go-to. Uh, we even want to try this anyway, but since we have Corona, hey, Corona, <laughs> you know, it's making it more imperative that we um, disengage with you guys a little bit more intimately. So every Sunday at 1 p.m., all you got to do is subscribe to um, us on YouTube and you get access and making sure that everybody can get access and that there are no barriers. Um, but if you do want to support us, you know, you can go and do that at patreon.com slash gay auntie. So donations are just open. They are still a monthly commitment, but you can commit whatever you can when you can. Um, but you can get access to us live every Sunday at 1 PM. And here we is. And now let's just jump into it. <laughs> Absolutely. And this month we had um, a theme. We're starting themes for our month. And this thing was partying with a purpose. And um, we are building up to our special guests that we have for you for our Sunday brunch next week. Uh, but we got to party with a purpose last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> All of America. Yeah. <laughs> got to party with a purpose last night or like for nine hours straight. D nice was going off on IG for real. Absolutely. Like, it was wonderful. wonderful. I was so excited. And we were in there in the beginning. Um and so it was kind of like 
I guess whatever number the um, the viewers got to, it would crash. Mm. And so if you notice, at some points he was shouting out like, "Oh, we're at twenty thousand, you know, viewers," because once you got to whatever that number was in the beginning, it would close out, and he would have to start another one. And so for it to get to a hundred thousand viewers. Like, that was, like, unheard of at the beginning of the, the feed, right? Exactly. just kept adding on and kept jumping in. It was crazy. I think I think IG needs to expand its bandwidth, especially for this time, because there are a lot of artists who are just, like, going live. Like, I had posted Debbie Allen, <laughs> you know. I had, like, you know, um, my mom's, me and my mom's up here doing Debbie Allen choreography. It was a hot mess, but we was doing it, but it kept moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah that d nice thing was I, I i tuned in for like an hour and i kind of had it going on you know um in the back and he was just playing some like classics you know um, i don't know if he like did like total like cross-generational what have you he's like fuck it i'm doing what feel good to me <laughs> yeah you know but those of y'all who don't know who d nice is he i we actually know him as an mc Right. From back in the days. You <laughs> Take know. it out your suckers and you don't know how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out your suckers and you don't know how I do it. Um, yes. So most of us know, like, he came from the whole, like, Boogie Down Productions crew, their whole crew. Um, but as time went on, he started getting more into producing and DJing. And now it's been perfect. He's been DJing for I don't know how many years. And so he was able to get on and just go in for nine hours straight. And everybody was checking in, like... Shoot, did Obama check in? Like, who was checking uh, Michelle in? Michelle Obama checked in. Yeah. Oprah was on. Like, it was Angela it was Bassett, Queen Latifah, Netflix, <laughs> themselves. Yeah, he said NASA was in at one point. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And they just like, <laughs> well, we're, you know, here working from home. <laughs> yeah. Looking at the stars from home. He just has some good music going in the back. A friend of mine was, um, she posted, she was so embarrassed because she, I guess at one point they were like shouting out people who had passed mm. and she shouted out, uh, Prince Marky D and he was like, nah, sis, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we get to check in on right <laughs> who's here and who's not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, it really is, it's about laughter. And I, I'm just really appreciating in general, artists are really getting, you know, doing their work. This is this is our work. Yeah. In times like that, oh, I, I just posted something on one of my pages. This is when art defines us. It truly is an opportunity for artists, not only to support themselves during this whole thing, but really support other people and help people understand the validity and the importance and the ubiquitous presence that art has in our lives. And we don't appreciate it more when we are ourselves constricted. We kind of take it for granted when we're out in the world, we're doing our thing or some shit we have in the background, yada, yada, yada. But when we really need laughter, when we really need music, when we really need visuals that help us think or at least to stay still, whatever the case may be, everything you see hear, feel, think, whatever, all of that is art. 
Yeah. You know, so I'm really a big proponent of, you know, supporting um, artists who are not considered a working class, so they ain't getting a check from Orange Man. Okay. Right. All right, artists. Now, I did um, post a couple of things on um, a, a few of my IGs about different lists for artists. Um, well, hmm. um, sorry, like um, lists as far as like emergency grants out there, what have you. But in general, I want to put out there that we support our artists because they're the ones who are really going to be coming to your social media screens and getting it on. And so they got a little Patreon button, not just us, but, you know, any artist, Patreon, PayPal, Cash App, whatever little coins y'all do have, y'all find between the couch, you know, or put that in your budget to keep these folks going. Um, Because imagine this whole time where our artists were silent or muted. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was going to say, I've noticed that there were um, a lot of other groups, I would say, that are putting together like um, times to stay socially connected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my line sisters, like we all got on the live and just laughed with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, my alumni association had a Zoom meeting. And, you know, we joined that and just, like, laughed with each other. So, like, that whole concept of, like, being, um, and Karen said it um, on her video, being physically distant but socially connected, mm. right? <laughs> That's what people are, are finding a way to do now. So I really appreciate it. Um, everything that I've seen of people trying to get together, trying to find ways to... Um, to be connected in a time where we are, you know, physically separated. Um, that's cute. All of the the videos that everybody's making, all the Corona songs. And <laughs> <laughs> now, I know one thing. Coronavirus! Right? <laughs> I was screaming that yesterday. <laughs> but I said, now, Black people are going to be at home making up some content for the internet, okay? <laughs> there was a... Um, I, oh, I forget his name right now. It's a young brother from New Orleans that did the Corona clap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been so many things that I've been hearing that I've really enjoyed. So, yes, you know, stay yes. creative. Flourish, you know, keep yourself occupied. Keep, keep your blade sharp, you keep know? <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we're going to do a culture review or just a culture highlight. All right, so yeah. It's for the culture, y'all. It's for the culture, y'all. Here we go. Many of you are my friends. You know I practice Buddhism. One of the Buddhist leaders, Daisaku Ikeda, said, the age of materialism is dying. The age of humanism is dawning. And as a result, the artists and the people are stepping into leadership and showing their true hearts, especially right now when we know that we can't be together physically, but we want to reach out and touch each other with our hearts. So my heart is singing today because as I was meditating this morning and and reflecting on the good fortune I've had in my life, part of that has to do with being a lesbian comedian. You know, I lived through people saying, well, why do you have to be a lesbian? Why do you have to be a lesbian comedian? Why do you have to put lesbian in front of it? You're a really good comic. Why do you have to lesbian, lesbian? People are so freaked out by the word lesbian, although I must admit it is a freaky word. I mean, gays have the word gay. It sounds like they're having fun. Why couldn't we be merry? 
Why couldn't it be the gays and the Marys? You know what I mean? It would have been so much easier for us to come out if we could just tell our parents, hey, guess what, Mom? I'm married. Oh, they would have thought that was a very positive thing, being married, okay? But instead, we have lesbian, which sounds like a foot fungus. I, I'm sorry. It just is not that palatable. Nonetheless, I've been... <laughs> That, if you don't know, is uh, Karen Williams, comedian extraordinaire, and she is one of your gay aunties, gay auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that. That's definitely my auntie. <laughs> you know, so this is a great opportunity because people are coming out, they are cutting up, you know, on their yeah. Facebook lives and their IG lives. So we wanted to highlight someone that had me dying, really, like, you know, when I was in the house, like, oh God, I need a minute. And I just happened to get on Facebook, and she was going live. So that's Karen Williams. If you want some daily laughter, she's coming to you daily. Um, at You can just look her up on Facebook, Karen um, Williams. That's K-A-R-E-N Williams. Um, that's a pretty common name, but she's basically an older black woman. You can see her right there on the thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what she look like. <laughs> but she <laughs> she got her Facebook going on. And, of course, like we've been saying, um, she's someone you also can support and give your coins to. She got her Venmo up there, what have you. Mm-hmm. But really, the impetus or what really makes artists want to kind of use this venue to get out there in ways that they might have not in the past is because we're all in the house and we all need art at this time. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you to all of the creators who are creating in this time and sharing your gifts. Uh, My sister and I, Tisha, who was on the show a while ago with her daughter, um, we're going to have a sister date at five with Mm -hmm. Anthony Hamilton (laughs) <laughs> like it, I like yeah. it. <laughs> so plenty of things are going on uh, that that you all can participate in. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's your gay auntie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. You know, and Karen, man, she's—I mean, she be cutting up, man. Like she be having me in tears mm-hmm. on here. You know, she was like, "Here's something you can do. You can." <laughs> You know, write a letter, like actually write a letter in a whole different language called cursive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you learn a new language. Just, you know, send a, send a letter to a young person in cursive. <laughs> Absolutely. I enjoyed that she um, <coughs> talking about the power of a laugh and like what the laugh does mm-hmm. to your physical body. Um, because like... You know, we were we're in the house, so it was kind of like a low energy day. And then once we I started getting on all of those groups with people and, and laughing and interacting, it was like, okay, like all right, now I feel better. Now I can can put on, you know, change from my day pajamas to my night pajamas and, <laughs> and watch a different show. <laughs> I don't know, you know, whatever it is we're doing to keep our our minds and time occupied. <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you, Karen. <laughs> and all the other, you know, queer artists and comedians and poets, like, let's hear it. Let's give it to us. Like, DM us, tag us, you know, we'll we'll uh, spotlight you guys on, on the show, on our, our YouTube live, all of that on IG, you know, because we want to, you know, let, all of us know as many of us that are out here creating good art, whatever that art is, just just tag us on it at your gay aunties. Um, okay, um, what's going on now? 
Uh, oh, okay. Is what? <laughs> I said, oh, I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who? What are we doing now? <laughs> um, okay. So what we're doing now is saying we love you. <laughs> we do love you. We do love you. And, um, you know, but before we get into the letter uh, part of the show, um, we just want to uh, remind you, as we have been reminding you throughout this show, all the ways you can support us with patreon.com slash gay aunties. Give what you can when you can. Um, we have the merch store. We're going to be starting to put some other new items because winter is is, is, is dead and gone. So we're going to put some more summer items up there. And just, you know, cool stuff, you know, as we come up with it. Um, we're going to have fun with our merch store. Um, so visit it when you can. Um, and of course the wonderful, wonderful letters that we receive. We want to get more letters from you. Um, as you, you know, this is a good time to write y'all's time to journal <laughs> and yeah. go within. And so whatever comes up during your journaling, during your time when you're staying still or creating, you know, and new questions in life, um, uh, just pop in your head and you want to throw it, throw it to us. You can now do it. And what you can do it to us live too. You know what I'm saying? Are we here? <laughs> we here. Um, but the more traditional way is just to pop us a letter at yougayantes at gmail.com. So yeah. what if people aren't really letter writers? Would there be a way that they could just tell us what they wanted us to know? Yes, there is, darling. <laughs> in our in our IG me up. <laughs> in our IG um, bio link. There's a link called Speak Your Speak Your Truth, and you can basically just press that and go right to a page where you can um, record a 90 second letter or question that you may have for your gay aunties, and we'll um, also feature that on the show as well. If you don't want to feature, just let us know. Eh, nah, I just want to ask the question, and we can just you know feature without your voice. <laughs> You know, um, with that being said, um, I think that's pretty much it. You know, you yeah. know what time it is then. Right, right, right. I'm going to signal it up. Here's your letter. I love that. <laughs> I'm so easily entertained. <laughs> so easily entertained. <laughs> All yes. right, girl, you want to you handle this? Yeah, so we do have a letter. Um... The person, the writer, did not say that we could use their name. So, would we like to give our writer a name? Um, um, Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? Let's find out. All right, Kiki says, "Hey, aunties, I have a question for you both. I just started romantically entertaining a young woman who I really hit it off with." I met her on Tinder, and there were some interesting coincidences. Our birthdays are only two days apart, and her and I's parents live off the same main road. She was staying at her parents' house while she got on her feet after her divorce from a man last year. They have a five-year-old daughter. So when I met her, she actually was only staying temporarily at her parents' house, but I live with mine. So she just went back to the town she actually lives in, which is four hours away. We are trying to plan a weekend for me to come visit, but she's also trying to figure out her schedule with her daughter, with her ex-husband. 
it looks like they have decided on weekends, which I know the young lady and I'm dating. Oh, I know the young lady I'm dating, let's call her Courtney, is a bit stressed about. I understand her daughter comes first, and I support that, but I'm wondering where I fit in. We both were a bit disappointed when we couldn't have a romantic weekend alone. And I know Courtney is anxious of the thought of no days off on the weekends, but she can't see her daughter during the week because of distance, which she's not happy about either. I just wanted some advice about dating women with kids because I feel, I really feel like she's worth the effort and I don't want to stop seeing her. I've never dated anyone with kids before and I just wanted some advice. Mm. Uh, Red, how did you introduce how did you introduce your partner to your kids at first? How did you all spend time together? How affectionate were you around each other with the children around, hand holding, pop kisses? I guess I'm just a bit anxious because I've never had to think about these things. If it's between not seeing her at all and her having her daughter. When, when we, we hang, hang out, out, I'd rather chill with them both. both. I, don't I don't have, have any older gays in my life to ask, so, so I, wanted I wanted to ask, ask my auntie. LOL. Thank, Thank you. Kiki. Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, just for context, uh, you know, I said keep social distancing, period, so maybe <laughs> this is a good time. <laughs> like, fuck it all. Like, you know, oh, well, you just ain't going to see her or the kids. <laughs> Oh. Wow. I'm sorry. Just roll all the way out the front. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, sorry. But when this is all over, what is your advice? Well, so I'll go back. So how did I introduce um, my partner to my kids? Well, my first partner that I introduced them to. They didn't have a context of mommy's dating a woman, any of that kind of thing. Mommy had friends, friends hung out all the time. Like there was a new woman who I was hanging out with. She was mommy's friend too. <laughs> um, it wasn't until like my second relationship. So I was like, oh, like, so this is really a thing. <laughs> Like, this is really what I'm doing, okay? You know, because that first time, you, you could just kind of be like, oh, well, maybe this is something that I'm trying. I'm, I'm testing it out to see, you know, get, get my toes wet in the water a little bit, see how I feel about it. Okay, the second time, you're like, all right, so this, this is what I do, apparently. <laughs> um, the second time, I, you know, I had to kind of sit the children down and, and have a conversation with them. Um, at, at this point, point my, my children, children don't really remember, remember um, much about me dating before I was dating, dating women. women. Like, their, their mom's just been gay, gay like, <laughs> their whole lives. Um, so, so I don't, I don't think, think that I, like, abstain from, like, showing affection. affection. Like, just, just like, like in any relationship, you want your children to see, like, healthy affection, you want them to see that you are loved and what love looks like and feels like and those kind of things. So I didn't shy away from that um, with them. Now, your partner is newly divorced with a small child. And, you know, we've kind of talked about some of those things on the show that that are a part of that decision. Um, you know, what 
dad is, is still very much a part of the baby's life and will thusly be very much a part of the decision um, on what that looks like, um, unfortunately. You know, or, or could. could. Maybe, Maybe she's, she's like, like, I don't care what he thinks, thinks and I'm ready to go and live my life. Like, that's that's, that's possible. possible. But, but when you have small children and apparently there's a custody thing that's happening or going on, um, you you, you kind of have, have to, to to placate, placate people, people, unfortunately. unfortunately. Um, it's, it's tough. And it's good that you're open to the time not being just kid-free time. Because, because that, that could, could be helpful, helpful uh, for, for your, your partner, partner, that she doesn't have to choose between the two of you, right? On, on those times where she has um, that free time or, or is in the area and can see you. Um, but then you're going to have to make sure that you are tempering yourself a little bit and not trying to, like, jump up bones and knocking the baby down to, like... <laughs> Get your smooches in. Like, that's the conversation you all are going to have to have together. Like, you know, what is she comfortable with? What makes sense for her? Mm-hmm. And a five-year-old is going to bed at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, everything is in the context of corona these days. And I'm not so much talking about you passing germs or whatever, but I'm talking about the level of stress that people are feeling. And, um, and you know, I don't have, don't know how well... Your are they are they partners or she's so much interested in? I'm sorry, I, I think uh, they're I think, I, oh they're romantically entertaining a young she's romantically entertaining a young woman who I really hit it off with. Okay, well then you are maybe some stress relief, but I think one thing Red was hinting to that you really have to check your degree of selfishness mm-hmm. only because you know when we like if someone we get very selfish with it, kid or not. Is that because she is newly divorced? You don't know what this dude is, where his head is, where his head is right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you don't. And there's this, this, a custody thing going on. This may, and he finds out if he's ho- extremely homophobic. This is something that can bring a lot of stress into the house because he's trying to bring his homophobia. Like, what are you doing? And want to, you know, I don't know what state they live in. Some states are would say, what the hell are you talking about? It's had nothing to do with nothing. Some states are like, oh, there's a gay person in the house? I don't know. You know? So, you know, we're still there in 2020. So, you know, I'm not sure this is a conversation that you both have had, but if you haven't, you should, as far as how you're going to continue. Um, but on the flip, you know, you don't, if she's like, no, I still want to see you, fuck him, I got this under control, cool, there's still the child, though the child is not so much cognitive of, you know, who you are, you know, um, as a couple, and most kids don't give a, f- a flying flip, quite honestly, um, but they, or they, don't, they, don't know, they don't know all that is, you know, they just know you mommy's friend, and that's all they, they honestly they need to know. At five years old, give me a break, right? Yeah. But what they, can, what they can pick up is stress. So if you, you have one job, essentially, in this context, the day of the coronas, to make sure that she is stress-free. You are there to be a stress-free agent. <laughs> no more. No, no, oh, I'm really into you. Why aren't you doing this? All that couple, you know, crap, you know, that you do once you get out of the honeymoon phase, to hell with all that. You know, everything is on hold, you know, for corona. So since people are, what I'm trying to say is since people are stressed out, 
The only purpose we have in each other's life is to is to create less stress, to make each other laugh, to maybe do laundry when she's preoccupied with the kid because the kids aren't going to daycare right now. Like that's our what we're doing right now for each other. For those of you who are in a relationship with or without kids, yeah. that is your job as a partner right now is to create less stress <laughs> in your partner's life. You know, take a moment together when maybe you're in the house together, you know, kids involved, all that. It's like, yo, let's check in. How are we doing? What do people need? You know, we can get caught up in our own anxieties and shit and take that out on people who are closest to us and they can't escape us. Mm. All right, so let's keep that in mind. But um, Kiki, in your context, that definitely is your only job. You just entertaining chick. If you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You need to stay in mode. Okay, you are the entertainer, and that's it. You ain't nothing deeper mm. than that. Don't try to get no deeper than that. People are trying to see, trying to put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> So that's that's really my my advice because just the idea of starting a relationship. I mean, it's cute, you know. Honeymoon phases are great, especially when you're stressed out. But then regular relationship shit comes in, and people don't need to be in that same mode they are. Where that's when their selfishness kind of kicks in, and you start having issues. And nobody need that right now. Nobody yeah. want that right now. Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially with so, with so much, much that's, that's going, going on. on. Um, in her life at this point. Yes. Yes, because trust, trust me, hubby is, might be taking shit out on her just cause. Mm-hmm. Just cause that he might have not been doing if all this wasn't going on. You know? Everyone is trying to figure out, I know we're going back to corona, but honestly, that is what, everything is in context of that. To, no matter what letter we read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything is like, well, do this, but in context of corona, do this. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this is what you do if everything was all right, but you might want to be hypervigilant because Corona, the Rona, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, oh God damn. We only a half an hour in child. <laughs> Maybe she got more to say on her letter. Well, I was going to go back to the other questions. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess I'm a, I'm a bit, bit anxious. anxious. Well, well, in the letter, she's asking me like about introducing, introducing my children and, and, and affection and stuff. And then she says, I guess I'm a bit anxious because I've never had to think about these things. And if it's between not seeing her at all and having her daughter when we hang out, I'd rather chill with them both. Right. And so that part just kind of was just kind of echoing with me. Because um, what Hanifa said kind of like brought up something, especially around this this divorce thing happening. If you want it to be a romantic experience and she's not able to allow that to happen for you, like how does that resonate with you? Like does that cause disappointment for you? Does that cause a resentment for you will that cause you to not be interested anymore in this relationship because it's not giving you the thing that you need at this time right so it's like it's really interesting that you know she's trying to make this time or would be if you know we weren't all on lockdown um but definitely <laughs> trying to make this um 
make space for this relationship to grow, right? Um, but there will also be so many times where that will not be possible. And because this isn't something that you normally have to contend with or deal with or think about or manage in your life, especially in your dating life, how are you prepared for that experience, right? Because then it is kind of like, you know, you have to think about things that you normally would not have had to think about. And so if she shows up and she has the baby and the baby can't go to sleep and the baby wants to play and like, you know, <laughs> like there are so many things that, that, that are a part of it that I think you need to consider if those are things that you're okay with, with learning to deal with, you know, <laughs> like Hanifa, would you, how would you feel right now with the partner who had a seven year old? Well, that ain't gonna happen with me. I guess I don't, <laughs> that, that's no, 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 no. Um, no. So, um, but I'm telling you, it's just giving me anxiety even thinking about, you know, trying to entertain a relationship that includes a kid right now. I guess like that is so, I mean, it's beyond me on a regular day. It's definitely beyond me now. I don't know how any of y'all doing it, quite honestly, who haven't been together at least for a good minute, you know, because so much is having to be defined during this time. And so starting new relationships, any new relationship, let's just, let's just call it any new relationship you're having kid or not is being defined based on this time. So what I mean by that is a lot of you may be courting relationships via online or saying, well, fuck it. You know, we got a new relationship and should we be hanging out as much as we would usually be hanging out? Mm-hmm based on who's in each other's house, like you might have a grandparent or something in the house, you can, you know, the less people you bring up in the house, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, yeah. bringing, a, you ain't bringing their day in the house either, you know? But more so, it's like the, t- the, 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 the mental frame that we're in, the heightened anxiety, the heightened need for companionship, um, the heightened need to cure boredom, you know? We start new hobbies, which are great, but one of them shouldn't be a relationship. I'm mm. just saying... <laughs> because you don't know what's real is real. You're reacting differently. Your even your levels of patience is different. That time when you're the honeymoon time is ex- extended because when you're really interdependent of each other, you're really needing of each other, you know. So you're not really growing if you will as you usually would in regular times. So just be mindful of that. Not saying you can't start a new relationship. Not saying if you have started a new relationship that you shouldn't continue to feed it. But know that you're feeding it in the context of Verona. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is real, but real as fuck at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying maybe just use this time um, that you all are physically separated and there's not that draw of, oh my God, I got to get to her. I got to get to her. I got to get to her. Maybe you can just ask yourself and ask each other some of these really pressing questions, like mm-hmm. use this time to really, um, to dig deep and, and have, uh, conversations, you know, getting to know each other, getting to understand what, a possible relationship would be like between the two of you so that 
when the gates are open and you are free to move about the country, you even know if you want to go down there or not. Because <laughs> you just never know. During the conversations, you might be like, eh. You know? <laughs> or then you know that this really is something that you want to pursue. And as you um, as you all have this time out of the, the pressure, and, you know, of trying to physically connect, mm-hmm. you can emotionally connect. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, talk about your spirituality. You can talk about your um, life lived experiences. You oh. can talk about... Yeah, you can talk about all of those things that are important to you, dreams, goals, um, concepts of the future, like visions for yourself. You all can, you know, I have a group that's going to do a virtual vision board. You all can do some virtual activities together and really try to unpack some things so that you can just get to know each other on a Mm. more than surface, more than physical level. Mm, this is some really good uh, stuff and, you know, um, that we are in, you know, relationships in the age of the Rona is, you know, okay, like we've had all had online relationships or whatever, where we, you know, or some sort of remoteness. We've done that, but we know that it's not really reality because we're spending a lot of the time basically wooing each other and courting each other and bullshit talk and, and, and text sex and all that crap, right? <laughs> so... Since we yeah. have all this time, then great. Are we going to be in these early stages? Those of you who are in early stages, shoot, those of you, just to go back to um, Kiki's letter, those of you who are in these early stages with children, this is a great time to really expand how you connect with each other and how you build that um, relationship. If you're going to do it, you're like, fuck it, we're going ahead, then don't squander it on BS talk and, you know, I'm just courting you because I'm just being nice. Like, it's like, you know, let's let's kick it real. Let's do something, you know, let's have some fun with it. Like you said, create vision board. Let me see where your head's at. Let's dig deeper. You know, yeah. you know let's play, you know, you know, kids games with the kid and or what have you. You know, really, I guess the word is really being intentional. Really being intentional about anything new you start up during this time. Anyone new that you are introduced to, you know, the kids, relationship, whatever. You know, be really intentional. Um, and also know when you're not ready. Sometimes when you're intentional, what the, the signal that comes back is like, nope, not now, child. Mm-mm, not right. now. Not right now. Don't do it. I know you feel like you need some company. Don't do it. You need to, you need to be your company right now. <laughs> No, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the universe is telling all of us to sit the hell down and chill for a minute. Now, what you do with that minute will define how you come out on the other side, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people that I, and this is like totally off the letter right now, we but so off the people who have walked, like who've gone, you know, gone on errands and things like that and mm-hmm. come back, they're just like, it's so peaceful. Like the air feels better. Like it smells better outside. Like it's just, so you have to do that too. Take this time and like do some of your personal work, like clear some of your stuff out (laughs) while you are at home, personally detox, you know, think about your, your past experiences that you need to get over, do some of that so that you can be a safe place for a woman and child <laughs> you know, to be it, you know, if you choose to, to develop that relationship, 
Like there are so many things that we can do with this time to make us better, right? <laughs> when we're on the other side of this. Yes, and if anything, just see how nature is reacting to us being inside and realize who the real virus is. Because the, <laughs> I'm just saying, because the dolphins and the swans and the you name an animal, they're like, whoa, honey, we got time out for humans. They are coming yeah. back. The air got clearer in just a week. <laughs> Monkeys going bananas and tiding, like you know what, honey? Right, right. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's it's. I know it's bizarre, it's crazy, but you know what? It's just a reality we have not been aware of because we've been caught up in our freaking world, going here and there, polluting and all. If I don't care how, what kind of person you are, you're leaving a footprint. But now all of us, our only footprint is in the freaking house. <laughs> yeah. And the earth is like, whoo! I know how to stop y'all, but here you go. You know right. what I'm saying? That's like, you know, not to say that the earth has some some separate mind that's like, you know what? And having a meeting with the other planet, it's like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> or Marla's like, listen, Earl, I'm going to tell you what you got to do, right? <laughs> you know, you got to release right. some shit on these you bitches. You need to get rid of them. <laughs> Here's the vaccine for your virus called humans. <laughs> We're going to make a bigger virus that keep their asses in the damn house just so you can get a breather. Right. A minute to like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to get things right back? You know, and I'm not saying, like I said, the earth, I'm not trying to personify the earth, if you will, but the earth is a microbe. It is an organism. And just like in our own bodies, our body sees something, you know, um, trying to infect it. So our white blood cells go, you know, to try and fix it. Now, I'm, I don't, I just forgive me having a science moment here. Cause I saw someone uh, um, post this and I had to just correct them a little bit. They're like, you know, they kind of personified white blood cells and made a joke of like, I need my white blood f- cells to fight the corona. I'm like, well, actually, that's the problem. That's what happens. Because when an infection, ha- a new infection, the body's like, who this? <laughs> what yeah. usually happens is the white blood cells overreact. <laughs> to try and fight it. And that is actually what makes us sick until the body realizes, oh, wait, okay, I know this bitch. We don't need to release a few of y'all motherfuckers. Not, not the whole gang, like somebody doing a home invasion. We all coming out with the nine millimeters and like we trying to come, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> so, that, so that is what, what's happened. This is my metaphor for the mm-hmm. environment. The earth is trying to figure out, damn, here they go again. Boom, something new with these damn humans. Just overreacting, trying to react to us. And now it's just like, okay, I've created something that is, that needs to just, now I'm tired of reacting to y'all. I need y'all to chill for a hot minute. And create zero, if, if you can, mostly a zero <laughs> foot imprint on your day-to-day so I can get myself together. Things happen for a reason. Whether you want to personify the earth, you want to think it, you know, a message from the God, goddess, whatever. Things happen for a reason. We put a re- something out there, something comes back. Simple karma, you mm-hmm. know? So with that being said, let's do our good duty as human beings, as, a, as the, part of being the human species on planet Earth, stay your ass home as much as possible. Yeah. Get your shit together. So when we get out on the other side of this, we are not the same as whack ass, selfish ass motherfuckers. And the animals got to go into hiding again. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And so, you know, thank you so much, Kiki, for your letter. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope we've been able to uh, help you out a little bit. <laughs> I know that when you sent the letter, we were not in the condition that we are in now. But I, uh, your aunties were able to put some context <laughs> in the current situation. You feel free, Kiki, to let reach out and let us know how things are going with you now. Uh, uh, if there's been any updates we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear from all the rest of you all who are listening or who are um, maybe dating in the age of the Rona like what are some creative ways that you all are finding to connect with your new (laughs) e-boo as it would be um, relating virtually um, what are some some creative things that you've done? Maybe some some cute uh, virtual dates or things like that. That'll be interesting for us to see how um, our children, coping. <laughs> our younger generation, are um, are doing this. This is it's an interesting time. And just as we talked about earlier, how creative people are being. How are you all being creative dating in this time? Yes, uh, definitely. And just being creative in general, you know, just tag us on the stuff that you're doing while in the house. Or even if you just took a picture of you and your partner or you, you by yourself meditating or whatever, you know, we'll share it because people need to, we need to see each other. Just like with our family month last month, we need to see each other. We need to see each other in this state too. We are here. We are a part of the larger human community that's trying to get through this. So, you know, DM us, um, email us, you know, that, your letters, all of it. Just let us be a part of your communication network um, so we can uh, get this all out to everybody, basically. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, we've been able to share with you one of our aunties. You can share with us, you know, your people. We want to see you. We want to stay connected. Um, we want to continue to find ways and reasons to laugh together and to to share this human experience that we are having as well, right? Yes. So if Auntie Hanifa and I um, have been able to help you, shout us out, let us know if you have any um, Auntie quotes that you've heard on the show that you um, that really helps you in some way or, or really stood out for you, go ahead and let us know that as well. Um, we are looking to immortalize those auntie quotes in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have our merch store. We're going to be uh, rolling out our summer merch, yes. <laughs> as it would be. Um, and you can check that out by going to IG. We have a link right there in the bio. Um, also, uh, give us some shout outs on, on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you are that you are contacting us <laughs> or that you are letting people know where we are. Um, there's also spots on different outlets mm. if you're listening as a podcast where you can uh, respond to us right at the point of where we are. If you're listening on the live on um, YouTube or if you watch this video after the live is already posted, just connect with us. We, we want to hear back from you as much as you love hearing from us. Yeah, and you know, are there things that you feel you might even want for us that we're not even thinking of? This is the time to ask. 
<laughs> this is the time to ask because during this time we are, you know, we'll try to be as flexible as possible. Um, so if you're like, you know, aunties, can y'all just do this? You know, I ain't gonna dance dance a jig for y'all now, so let's 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 do it within <laughs> reason. But something you feel that we, you know, as a podcast, as two individuals who truly care, if you feel there's something that you would love to receive from us. Um, during this time, then we will definitely do our best to give it to you. But until then, we are here every Sunday live. We want you to join us live. Again, just subscribe to YouTube and get those notifications. And you know, every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time, so you those on the West Coast can get us as well. Um, join us right here on YouTube. And of course, on Wednesdays, you know, um, the new episode uh, goes live as well. Yes. Right. Well, you know, and we have a Sunday brunch <laughs> guest. Oh, Coming yes. up uh, next week, Lee Levinson Perrin. Perrin? I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. But uh, Lee's a, um, <laughs> on the scene out here where I am in D.C. Uh, running Maker's Lab. Maker's Lab has been um, just kind of pinnacle in the city of LGBT entertainment. And he's going to talk to us about some of the turns that um, he's personally making and how um, the LGBT community can congregate in the city. And so I'm really excited about um, hearing from him and, and all of those wonderful ideas that he has, especially as we are coming up on um, pride seasons across the country. what that going to look like. What that will look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's been affected, his plans have been affected by... Um, Corona and, and all of those things. So we're really interested in, in hearing um, from our guests this month. Yes, yes. And this, I mean, we're, we're just want to really plug um, our guests because I know a lot of you out there are promoters. That's one of the main hustles, you know, for queer people is like getting into promotion and creating events. So this is a, a good time to send those letters if you're having a particular problems, especially right now, or ways you want to change or grow or expand. Um, transform um, your your events, whatever those are, or introduce, you know, um, again, you know where we at, at your gay aunties on Instagram, at your gay aunties at Gmail, your gay aunties on Twitter, and of course, your gay aunties on Patreon.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up um, for uh, this week. Um, and again, y'all, stay close. Uh, stay loving. This is a time to learn um, f about yourself, about others. This is this is a blessing, you know. Yeah. Um, in all due respect to all those who might have passed from this or lost loved ones, um, we we are with you. We're present with you. But for those of us who are here and experiencing this, this is an opportunity. See it as so. All right. And with that being said, my name is Anifa Walida, and I'm Red Summer, and we are your gay. All right, y'all. Later. Bye, babies. Bye-bye.